Welcome to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. You're listening to Janet and we have a wonderful guest with us today who has recently released an album of Women of the One World. We have Jeanette Byrne on the line. Hello, Jeanette. Hi, Janet. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. We've got two Janets. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, so uh, how are you doing today? Yeah, that's what's happening. I think everyone's just eating while they're at home and it's like not the best of things. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I think also um, just for something to do, I think mentally um, there's lots of other projects we could do, but I think I'm just cooking a lot, So, um, but it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, so interesting album. Um, and why Women of the One World? Um, so I, uh, I'm always known for obscure sort of albums. I've never been mainstream. I'm just sort of an independent little uh, singer sort of record company. So I had planned to do an album for quite a while and timing kids, college, all that sort of stuff was sort of taking up my time. So when I was researching, uh, researching it about two years ago, um, inspired by the centenary of women in the boat, I uh, just looking at all the uh, singers and women that I was inspired by when I took up music. So I narrowed it down to these five women and then looking over Laura Nero, who isn't as well known on this side of the Atlantic as she's in the States, I found this little gem of a song called Women of the One World and I thought, the title, that's exactly it and the few little lines of the song and that set the theme. Very nice. Um, So are these your favorite women that you've kind of done cover oh, they're cover tracks right all covers yeah, yeah. um i so when i started so i also have always done a lot of french music which i would probably have specialized in really mm-hmm. um and her life story and a theater show i had toured around with um so women i think in music uh, women who are different women who are strong with a strong message maybe um always inspired me. And when I started playing guitar, I think it was Joan Baez I, I started playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, many girls, the teenager, in the, uh, singing Joan Baez songs and Dylan. So I just thought I'd revisit because I think their music is particularly relevant now. Uh, there's audiences who don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a beautiful craft of wonderful songs um, that really deserves to be reheard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a very, I, I believe. So doing the quick, doing the quick research background thing on you, um, your your grandmother was quite an inspiration in your life. She was. Yep. Um, I grew up in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to come back to Dublin every summer and stay with her. She was French. It's a long story how they ended up here. But um, 
So yeah, uh, I used to listen to a lot of French music. My grandfather and his family were classical musicians and singers. Like, we have music and also always the French. So I think French music for me was really the first thing I loved. I just passion for it. Um, and started performing it by flute with Brel and Pierre from that. Um, but I just thought this album, I wanted to get back to the other side I love of these other women. Mm-hmm. Um, something in English for change. <laughs> so uh, you, you have an amazing background in music. So would you like to kind of tell all of our listeners your background? Oh, well, I, uh, I suppose my mother um, is a fabulous singer. She's also a trained ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, her father and family were all classical musicians. Her, her um, aunt was quite a famous opera singer here in Ireland in the 20s and 30s. Um, so we all got classical, I suppose, training in music, in instruments and uh, singing. Um, brought up with classical music, brought up with everything, really, because my father played piano and loved jazz. So I think we had a great upbringing. And, and living in London also was very, um, it was very freeing, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to a lot of different genre of music before we moved back here um and then you know my brother's a musician my sister's a musician we had a, like a teenage band all that sort of stuff That's so, we so, cool. <laughs> so you released your first it was your first album in 1996 if that's what it's, I, yeah, I think so yeah that's what it's Whenever you release an album, is it always? Do you always have the same kind of feel to the album, or is it like is it always inspired by something? It's inspired by something. So the first uh, was really an, an EP. Um, there's Michelle Grant and uh, who I just adore from the the structure. I think I come a lot from the structure of the music as well. So there's the French and there's the jazz. There's also the influence of, of sort of Broadway in America in a lot of Michelle Grant, so from a lot of his songs. Um, and it was just the vibe. Um, mm-hmm. I, it was part of a show I was doing one night. So, uh, you know, at the time it was just easy to put out a little four-song uh, um, four EP, which did very well. And then I moved on and did the first full album mm-hmm. and took a gap. Uh, I have three boys, so... That was, you know, trying to raise them and do all of this. Uh, it's a bit manic. Um, and I, really, I've done an album when I've had the time mm-hmm. in life to actually fit it in and focus on it. Mm-hmm. So has your has your kind of driving force, has that always been music? I think so. I did study theatre as well here because I love, uh, love theatre. So I have... Um, uh, um, I suppose a degree in English and then uh, I did a postgrad in, in theatre so mm-hmm. that always I loved that I'd worked in production so for me then it was it made sense to combine my love and knowledge of theatre and production to just produce all my own like one woman shows so mm-hmm. they're more of like a stage show there's a story a narrative and and also as an independent performer you can you can get out there and control it when you do it you're not tied with contracts because mm-hmm. But you have to fit things in with everybody else and, and the life that's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's, a, it's it's combining everything, really. And the songs, I think I would tend to do, would always be very dramatic as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes in the theatrical um, and they work as a show. I mean, this hopefully later in the year will become a bit better with some of the Piaf with it and make um, a whole night of women 
music. That would be so, really cool. That would be sick. Yeah. I'd love that. I an orchestra, so that's going to be tough to, to you know get that together. But um, it'll be fun. Yeah, most definitely. Um, okay, so let's get back to your album. And you released a... So you, you planned um, a live kind of release um, yeah. on the 26th. Uh, um so due to all the virus stuff how did you work around that um so we we thankfully had a good team in place in the uk because i decided on uk launch because well my two eldest sons live there mm-hmm. I, start, so I want i spend a lot of time over there and also a lot of this music was from a time when i lived there and grew up there so i wanted to really share it with cousins and family and friends um from london so it was going to be a press um media friends family sort of big like party launch mm-hmm. uh, it was going to be fun really and that sort of and that had some tv set up and all sorts of bits but you know i think we'll do a we'll do a, a launch something in september we're rescheduling so uh, so then it just went all online from thursday um we upped a little bit more of marketing tools for online mm-hmm launched the video which was going online um anyway mm-hmm. and um we just we're just taking it from there um and people like yourself thank you very much who, right. <laughs> have, um, you know who, who have seen something in the project and are interested which which is lovely thank you no worries it's a it's a ridiculously good album like there are there are some tracks on there when i had listened i was like okay cool this is my new favorite cover because <laughs> it was it was really cool how so you know how many covers are very samey to the original track kind of thing but yours it had some oomph behind it and i was like yes i like this oomph um which was rather cool <laughs> um, cover you got to do something so the other concept was i wanted to do it with a full orchestra um Mm -hmm. so it's a very organic approach it took myself and kian um who's a wonderful musical director here um about a year to get all the arrangements basis down and i wanted to work here with the with the different musicians so um and really the orchestrations were another album i mean you could just gone out with very simple arrangements Mm -hmm. It was my ambition also to do a fully orchestrated album. Mm-hmm. And that's why it did take time to get it together and then post-production getting it just right. Mm-hmm. So that was why um, the, yep, the arrangements are quite different, which mm-hmm. was delicious. It's beautifully put together, I have to say. Like, it's gorgeous. Um, so anyway, your, your, kind of, your leading track on this is All Our Days. And uh, is the music video out properly yet, or will it be? Uh, it is. It yeah. is. It came out on Friday. Um, Sweet. Uh, it's on uh, YouTube. It's also on. You can get a link through my website mm-hmm. or Google it. All our days, uh, Jeanette Byrne, and um, it's filmed here. Where I live. I live just outside Dublin on a fishing port. So we filmed all around because uh, again, it's all about nature, mm-hmm. and we filmed a wild day. So which also added to it. So. Um, I, I think that fitted in with my whole theme of the world and mm-hmm. nature, and um, it's their nice five minutes something or other uh, radio friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Um, so, quick question: Have you done anything outside of music? So, did you have a quote-unquote proper job, or was it just? Um, I, 
I, I did. Um, so I, I have over the years I have taught. So my originally, you know, I was all set to go off to, you know, music and drama school, uh, mm-hmm. and then from here, and then and then I, I didn't. So I did ended up. I love languages. So I worked uh, in school and studied some languages, and then I um, actually took a degree in English and psychology and worked mm-hmm. in special education for a while. Then went off uh, to Trinity here and did drama, mm-hmm. and then worked in theatre. And after that, really, I. I back in London um, studying some opera while I, I actually had my child so I didn't really work and then I was involved in music projects but I did over the last 10 years do some teaching communication skills for, mm-hmm. which I like to do um, presentation voice um, I had put together a program and just some work in, in that which I enjoyed doing as well yeah. because vocal breathing technique for singing and for you know speech presentation is all the same mm-hmm. and also mindfulness big time a few years ago and i found that uh, particularly at the moment i think it's great mm-hmm. mindfulness breathing works in well with relaxation technique for anyone who has to stand up present or even before an exam to relax um, so I, I sort of put together the program and i, and I enjoy all that mm-hmm. but um, i've given that up now no, <laughs> so, no no it's good though like your, your music career is taken off massively um and it's nice to see it be ridiculously successful in my eyes i see it as ridiculously successful um because it's you can tell like it's it's been part of your life from day one you've taken that you've made it grow you've made it you've made like especially this album making it a collection of all these wonderful wonderful women over the past century is absolutely fantastic thanks yeah I think I've been lucky to be able to do it. It's not everyone gets to achieve, you know, one of their big goals. So uh, if nothing else, I mean, it, financial success isn't something that probably comes with albums. These mm-hmm. But the point is that the ability to actually put it together and do it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, for me and have that sense of achievement. And then, you know what, if somebody likes it, that's the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and people do seem to like it. So, yeah. you know, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry? I said I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right. Um, so um, let's talk about kind of, because you've been involved in music for so long. So what are your, what's the, what's been the, the biggest highlight and what's been the biggest struggle? Um, I think the, the struggle probably is being an independent artist when you're not commercially viable. I mean, over the years, I suppose over the last 30 years, I have you know, been approached by the major labels to to sign or do different things. But um, I, I'm always somebody who never likes to be told to or be dictated to, I think. So I always chose to do my own thing and choose my own music because it's not commercially viable. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been the biggest struggle, trying to be a small independent artist mm-hmm. and get your music to radio, get it out there and be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, and that would be be the same world over for small independent artists um you know i've always fought for a case that, that there is a place for for us out of the mainstream um and then i suppose the highlight uh, of my music career is um i, th- I think this album i must mm-hmm. say because I've, i mean i have loved all the albums i've done and the shows and theaters and that's that i've worked in but i think the highlight is definitely this working 
working with the orchestra the first day in there with the string. Mm-hmm. Biggest ever. That's brilliant. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, okay, so is there any kind of work you do relating to music and is there is there any kind of advice that you would give yourself like if you were looking at yourself when you were 10 or whatever is there any advice you'd give yourself saying no you'll be okay like this is what yeah i think i would have i, I think i got pushed away from a career in music and mm-hmm. got sidetracked but um i think as they say the truth will out the, the truth was always from the age of four i was a performer um you know always did the solos always in all the musicals and things mm-hmm. and i think um i think i, sh- I would say to myself have, have maybe a bit more of the courage of, of your convictions but saying that i i did so many different things uh, and i've learned so much along the way i i i can combine it all and say it all added to where i'm at now so mm-hmm. but to be okay for me now yeah mm-hmm. that's rather cool um so what do we expect from you in the future in the future whoa well i will hope to get over and um perform in some format this album mm-hmm. um in the uk in an ideal world i'll get some orchestras involved they might like to perform it with me um and then just really just see how this goes um you know, I'm I'm not into big tours or anything like that, but um, I would just like people to listen to the album and, and enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I think some of the songs were inspiring, uh, I think, to appreciate the craftsmanship of, of these women and their songwriting skills. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think, um, yeah, I think that's okay. I don't know, I haven't, I haven't another project in my head at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, 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 like this one's just fresh. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. I wouldn't expect you to have like a 10 year plan or anything. Um, no, but no. Uh, so it, I, talking I of which- My empty nest project. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my youngest is now at university. So I, I say, whoa, it's now my time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, where would you want to be like? So what's your, so if, if I could say to you, I will give you, I'll give you whatever you want. Where, where would you want your music to be? Where would you want to be? Oh gosh, where was it? Um, you know, mm, yeah, that's that's a hard one because I never really thought about it. But um, going on with that, what would I like? Um, I would like people to. I just like people to. Download it or play it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Humble. We like. Um, so, uh, so is there any um, social media links that you can give out to our listeners? Um, social. Yes. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's my Instagram? Jeanette Byrne official. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I'm. Listen. I just had to set up Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting used to it. Oh, okay. Um, it's okay. Um, I am on Twitter. That's all right. Um, and uh, last question. It's a bit morbid, but I ask everyone this question because yeah. I kind of like it. Um, so what would you write on your gravestone? Um, I tried. 
Oh. <laughs> I, tried, I tried my best. I think it's probably the thing. Yeah, I tried my best. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, is there anything else you'd like to like tell our listeners and any any other bits that you'd want to add? Um, I just say look, enjoy the album. Um, some of the songs I, I do think are particularly at the moment. All our days is very uplifting because mm-hmm. it's all about the world continues cycle after cycle. And I was a bit flukish actually on Friday when we released it because you know there's great debate would we go with it but I mean timings were set you know yourself mm-hmm. is all set so I think just um, in, enjoy some of the songs for mm-hmm. what they are and hopefully people might get a little bit inspired or just in, enjoy listening to the beautiful arrangements of the orchestration definitely yeah. that's all right uh, i know my personal favorite is until it's time to go on the oh, album because oh, i i love that track so much it was, it's such a good cover i'm like this is amazing well we did it we did a run through and we just said you know what nothing on it we're just kid and i are just going to do it so we just did it and that's we like a take and a spare that's the take wow seriously yeah, we just did it in the one take in the studio, and the emotion in the studio, I was like, whoa, we're going to go with this. Yeah. Um, I love, I do love, and the, the live shows would tend to be a lot like that, particularly with, with a lot of Piaf and that stuff. So, so I, I do love that sort of vibe when it's just you and a piano player, and you're playing off each other. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was the vibe in the studio that day, which was captured, and we just went, that's it, we're going with that. Yeah, no, most definitely. I did not know that was the first take. That's amazing. I love it. Okay, cool. Um, But thank you, Jeanette, so much for coming on. Thank you so much, and hi to everyone, and I hope everyone's staying well and safe. Indeed. All right, thank you so much, Jeanette. Um, All right, bye. Uh, that was Jeanette Byrne with her new album, Women of the One World. If you want to go check it out, please do. And uh, as Jeanette says, please do follow her on social media, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. It's just Jeanette Byrne Official. And uh, you can keep up to date. And I'm sure when this whole virus thing is over, she'll get back to her live sessions, which may sound, or I'm sure definitely will sound, absolutely fantastic. You've been listening to Radio Sangam. Take care and have a very, very nice day.
Of rain, mists of evil. 